world of sports is on the air. in New York, welcoming you to the sixth game of the World Series between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees. And now, fans, we're going to hear from a real live member of Baseball's Hall of Fame, a former star who knows baseball inside out, talks baseball, and makes his interviews with series players interesting and informative. Frankie Frisch. Good afternoon, folks. Come on in, Roger Craig. Hey, here's a fellow that uh, great job yesterday. Uh, did six innings, Roger? Right. How tall are you? Oh, about six, four and a half. Something. Did you go to North Carolina State? Right. I went for about one year. Now, somebody was telling me outside that you also played basketball. Yeah. Six foot five? Well, more than that. I guess six, four and a half. Six, four and a half, and you were the smallest guy in the basketball team. Right. Hey, that's quite a thing. Are you right? You came right up from where, Montreal? Montreal, right. Where'd you pitch last year at this time? Uh, Newport News, Virginia, in the Piedmont. Now, that's a, a great example for a lot of kids around the country. If you get the determination, you want to win. Here's a fellow last year pitched in the Piedmont League. And one year later is pitching in the World Series. That's, that's a terrific thing. You know, the old Flash keeps saying, those bases on balls, those yeah. bases on balls. Got you in a little trouble yesterday, didn't it? Yeah, it hurt you. You only got four hits off you. Yeah. Right? Now, tell me, your first World Series game, how'd you feel? Well, I'll tell you the truth, Frank. Uh, I didn't uh, feel nervous a bit. I mean, uh, we were playing the Yankees in the World Series, and it was an important game, but uh, I really wanted to pitch, and I felt like I could beat him, and uh, I, I didn't get nervous a bit. In other words, you had that confidence. Yeah. What gave you the confidence? I mean, uh, I don't know. I've always had the feeling when they, uh, I always like to pitch against a good ball club and a good pitcher. And uh, the more competition, the more I like it. I don't know. I've always been like that. Hey, stay that way. That's a, I haven't heard many fellas say that, but that is really quite a saying. In other words, the tougher they are, the better you like to pitch right. against them, and it gives you more determination. Right. That's quite. That's that's really some logic. Uh, what are you doing in the off season, uh, Roger? Well, I tell you, Frank. I think uh, last one I had just a uh, couple of odd jobs. Uh, I hope to find, be able to find a good job at home this winter. You'll find plenty of odd jobs around this winter, brother, with the uh, pitching you've been doing. 
You going to do any exhibition playing? An exhibition? Well, uh, this next Sunday I'm supposed to pitch a uh, game in uh, Durham, my hometown, North Carolina. Oh. I'm playing against the, uh, some American League All-Star teams. And, uh, I see. How old are you now, Raj? 24. Well, that's marvelous. Roger Craig, the guy that did a, quite a job yesterday for the Dodgers. And lots of luck to you. And I'd like to give you one of these Gillette races, a little present from the old flash in that handsome case. And I know you're going to get a lot of pleasure. Right? Okay, thanks, thanks for thank being with us, uh, Roger. And lots of luck to you. Thank well, that's how things look from here, folks. Now I'm going to see the game that will decide whether or not I'll be back here tomorrow at the same time. If this series ends today, I'll be on the air after it's over with stars of the winning team. Otherwise, we'll be on the air tomorrow at the usual time with more pregame interviews. Now we take you to the Gillette Broadcasting booth. Well, I again, everybody. This is Al Helfer the Radio Coop. Above the playing field here at Yankee Stadium, where Bob Neal and I will bring you the action from Yankee Stadium here in the sixth game of the 1955 World Series. We've got two left-handers to go against each other today, Carl Spooner for the Dodgers and Whitey Ford for the New York Yankees. And we'll give you the lineups here in just a second. As I said a moment ago, we have two left-handers to go against each other today, Carl Spooner making his first World Series start. However, this will be his second World Series appearance inasmuch as he relieved for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the second game of the World Series right here at the Yankee Stadium and pitched three scoreless innings, striking out five and yielding but one hit in his only previous series appearance. That was the second game of this current series. Whitey Ford, of course, pitched the first game, went eight for the New York Yankees and picked up the win. His record now in World Series play is two and one. So the men who will start today's game. For the Brooklyn Dodgers, the same as yesterday with the exception of the pitcher. For Brooklyn, leading off at second base will be Jim Gilliam. Reese will be at shortstop, hitting number two. Hitting third will be Snyder in center field. Then comes Roy Campanella, the catcher, in the number four position. Hitting fifth will be Carl Perillo in right field. Hodges will be the first baseman. Robinson will be at third. Then comes Amaros in left field. Spooner will be the pitcher. And we'll give you the Yankees just as soon as we stand to our national anthem. And his seventh regiment band play. And the music of everyone. We're just a few minutes away from the first pitch of the sixth game of the 55 World Series. And for the New York Yankees defending and fighting their way back, or attempting to at least, Bill Rizzuto will lead off as Casey Stengel has shaken up his batting order. Rizzuto will be at shortstop, backed up by the number two hitter Billy Martin, the second baseman. Joe McDougall will hit third. He'll be at third. And hitting fourth, Yogi Berra, the catcher. Hank Bauer, bad leg and all, has gone back to right field. He'll hit in the number five position. Big Moose Scarron. Bill Scarron will be at first base for the Yankees, hitting sixth, hitting seventh. Bob Serve, who hit a pinch hit home run yesterday at Ebbets Field. Bob Serve will be in center field, hitting seventh. Hitting eighth, Elston Howard will be in left field. Howard, if you remember, led off in yesterday's ball game. Howard will be hitting eighth today, and the pitcher is Whitey Ford, who on the regular season won 18 and lost seven, one and zero in World Series play this year, two and one for his lifetime record in the series. Carl Spooner on the other side of the fence, making his first World Series start. So that's the setup as far as the batteries are concerned here this afternoon. Behind the plate, National League umpire Lee Ballantyne. At first base, Jim Honacek of the American League. Gus Coley of the National League will be at second. Summers of the American League at third. Flaherty down the left field line of the American League. Donatelli of the National League will be down the right field line. 
As far as the weather is concerned here in New York this afternoon, it's ideal. A beautiful day with sun shining down, splashing all over Yankee Stadium. There's a pretty good breeze blowing in from behind left field, which may hinder the fly balls hit into the left and left center field sector, and of course help to carry the ball that might be hit down the right field line or in the right center field a little farther over, and will give the fielders trouble here this afternoon. So with the infield in perfect condition, the outfield in perfect condition also, the sixth game of the 1955 World Series is about to begin. And of course, the Brooklyn Dodgers are hoping this is the last time they'll have to climb into the spikes in the uniforms this year. And the New York Yankees, of course, are hoping to even things up as the Brooklyn Dodgers now lead it 3-2. to two. So we step into game number six as the Yankees take the field. So they return over now to the microphone on the other side of the bench here and bring in our very fine running partner, Mr. Bob Neal, who will bring us the first half of the ball game here this afternoon. Bob, it's always a pleasure to be with you, and we'll be leaning right back and listening to you right now. So come on, buddy, it's all yours. Thank you very much, Al Halper, and good afternoon, everyone. A bright, sunny, shiny day in Yankee Stadium, and the Yankees with their backs right up to the proverbial wall, as the Brooklyn Dodgers have won three out of the five games played. And with a victory today, the Dodgers could uh, take the whole thing. The Yankees have sent what they have described as their best pitcher to the mound, Whitey Ford. And uh, Whitey, a left-hander, is a native New Yorker, as is Carl Spooner. Whitey is, will be, uh, I believe, uh, let's see, he'll be 27 come uh, October the 21st. He's 5'10 half, 175 pounds. And uh, the Dodgers had Tom Lasorda, who's about the same height, who's also a left-hander and who throws about the same kind of stuff, uh, contribute his efforts by driving 90 miles this morning to come over and pitch batting practice to his uh, former mates. So uh, we're just about set now as Whitey Ford concludes his uh, warm-up tosses down to Yogi Berra. And while we wait for Junior Gilliam to step in, let's pause for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. The opposing pitchers today are natives of New York State. Carl Spooner is from Oriskany, New York. He is 5'10", weighs 180 pounds. He started his baseball career in 1951. He established a major league record for most strikeouts in his first major league game on September the 22nd, 1954, when he struck out 15. He has uh, been a great help to uh, the Dodgers this year at times and uh, has had a sore arm at other times. We'll talk about that more later on. Whitey Ford, who has worked one game, who has won one game, who worked eight innings, gave up nine hits, five runs, four base on balls, two strikeouts, and got credit for the victory, giving up three earned runs, faces Junior Gilliam. Gilliam today playing second base for the Brooklyn Dodgers, wearing number 19, batting from the right side with the left-hander Ford out there on the mound. Has five for 17 in the series, has three runs batted in. Whitey Ford's ready, and here's the first pitch of the ball game. It is a fastball high and inside for ball one. The wind is blowing in from left field in the direction of the Yankee dugout, back of the first base foul line. Ford is into his windup. The left arm comes around. There's a drive in the left field. Blowing back forward is Elston Howard. Has room, and he takes it for the first out. So Gilliam got a hold of the ball, but he lines it to Elston Howard in left field. And there's one out for the Brooklyn Dodgers here in the top half of the first inning. The Yankees won the first two games played here in New York's Yankee Stadium, 6-5-4-2. And then when the action moved over to Ebbets Field, the Dodgers came up with three straight victories, 8-3-8-5 and 5-3. By the way, over in Ebbets Field, the Dodgers had 34 base hits, six doubles, and seven home runs. 
So the Dodgers may miss some of the comfortable confines of Ebbets Field as Pee Wee Reese, the Dodger captain, steps in. He has hit safely in all five games, has six hits and 19 times at bat, two runs batted in. He's batting 316, bats on the right side. Bob Serve moves over in right center field, and the first pitch from Whitey Ford is a curveball strike one call. Whitey has a good fastball, has a slow-breaking curve, he has a slider, and he has a good changeup. He's ready now. There's a curve that's high and outside, one and one. The Dodgers, after losing the first two games, have bounced back to win the next three. And the Dodgers, if they can win this one, will end the 1955 World Series. Next pitch outside. A curveball that hung out there, and it's two and one. And Pee Wee Reese steps out, flexes his muscles in the back of his knees. Looks down to Billy Herman coaching at third. Jake Pittler is coaching at first. The Yankee outfield is Howard in left, serve in center, and Hank Bauer in right. With serve now playing straight away. And the pitch is swung on foul back on the screen. Coming back up, and back down she goes. And it's two and two. Whitey Ford won 18 while losing 7 in the regular season. And for Whitey, this is not his uh, initial year in World Series. He was with the Yankees uh, in 50 and again in 53. And he had a 1-1 record prior to his start in this series in which he was a winner. Fastball, it's over for a strike. And the first strike out of the ballgame goes to Whitey Ford as he gets Pee Reese on a fastball that was just on the inside corner. Ford racks up his first strikeout. The Dodgers have two out. And Duke Snyder, who was the big man over in Ebbetsville, who has eight hits and 21 times at bat in the series, four home runs and seven RBIs. Left-hand batter with a very close stance. The outfield for the Yankees pulled around the right, deep as the right side of the infield, and Bauer is up against the wall in right field. Ford is ready, delivers a curve that breaks low on outside. Whitey can uh, really break off that big curve when he wants to. And he did that time, working it low and outside to this left-hand batter. He's ready, and there's a check swing, but it's a strike. As Duke Snyder started to go around, he checked his swing, but the ball was through there for a 1-1 count. One ball and one strike with two out. Phil Rizzuto, the shortstop, is playing about 10 steps to the left of second base and about three steps off the edge of the outfield grass. McDougal about two steps off the edge of the infield grass. It's going to miss for strike two. So it's one ball, two strikes now as Duke Snyder steps back out, knocks a little dirt out of his spikes and steps back in. Says to himself, what's this young fella doing? Whitey Ford, confident, stockily built, looks in with all the assurance of a 10-year veteran, delivers a fastball high and inside. So it's two balls, two strikes. On deck for the Dodgers is Roy Campanella. Ford taking plenty of time looking into Yogi Berra. The outfield pulled around the right now. Serve moved over in right center with the wind blowing. There's a fastball that's low. Ball three, strike two, full count. And Duke Snyder steps out as Whitey Ford goes to the back of the mound for a little rosin. The crowd is still coming in. And it's a great crowd as we have had in the previous games. Whitey Ford looks out to his teammates 
and now turns around and scrapes a little dirt off that mound to get it all smoothed out. He's up on the rubber looking in. Yogi Barr down, working the sign, and Ford reads it, and here's the playoff pitch to Duke Snyder. He swings on a curveball, and he misses for strike three. So, Duke Snyder out on strikes, and that's the second strikeout for Whitey Ford and for the Dodgers. In the top half of the first inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and with two strikeouts, nobody left on base. So, with the top half of the first inning gone into the record books, the score is Brooklyn nothing and the Yankees nothing. We move now to the last half of the first inning, and the Dodgers have gone down in order. And now the Yankees will lead off with Bill Rizzuto. And in the first game of the World Series, played here in Yankee Stadium, neither team scored in the first inning. Spooner delivers, and Rizzuto fouls back on top up above for one strike. Kyle Spooner has had a record this year of, if he is in the groove, might throw 20, 30, 40 strikes in a row. And if he is not, he may not be around too long. He looks in now to Roy Campanella. Is ready, delivers to Rizzuto a fastball that's inside. One ball, one strike. Spooner, born in New York, 5'10", 180-pounder. He's 24. There's a swing and a foul by Rizzuto. The ball going into the upper deck, back to uh, third base. And another souvenir, and it's one and two. One ball, two strikes. The Yankees are, uh, well, right back against that wall, trying to fight off of it, because the Dodgers need only one victory to uh, wrap up the World Series of 1955. The Dodgers have Amaros in left, Snyder in center, Perillo in right, and Carl Spooner is ready, and the one-two pitch is on its way, and it's a fastball outside, two and two. Frankie Corsetti is coaching down at third for New York. Bill Dickey is down at first. Yankees are all up on the top of the dugout steps. Casey Stengel down the third step looking out, watching very carefully. And Spooner with the left hand comes around, delivers the 2-2 pitch, a ground ball foul down the third baseline, bounces off the facing of the box seats, and finally rolls out to umpire John Flaherty, who's out along the foul line in left field. It is retrieved by Sandy Amaris, who makes the throw into Reese, who dumps it into the bat boy. So the count is 2-2, with Rizzuto, the leadoff batter for the New York Yankees, with Casey Stengel doing a little juggling act and putting the scooter as the leadoff batter. Spooner's ready and deals the 2-2, and it's a curve that breaks, but it's outside. And it's 3-2 now. Billy Martin's on deck. Roy Campanella motions out to his pitcher, Carl Spooner. Giving him the old uh, college sign of, come on, Carl. Here's the 3-2 pitch, and it's taken high. Ball four. So Rizzuto draws a walk, and the Yankees have the leadoff batter on first. And Billy Martin, the second baseman, who in five games in the World Series has six for 18. He has a triple, a double. He's driven in four runs. He's batting 333. Martin is going to have a chat with Phil Rizzuto between the plate and first base. And uh, Rizzuto and Martin are both very clever. And they're cooking up some kind of devilment to uh, bother Mr. Spooner. Uh, 
presume Carl feels like the third man in a conference who is left out of a whispered conversation, and he wonders what they've been talking about. Well, I will soon find out. The outfield straight away. Left side of the infield, playing fairly deep. Rizzo leads away. The pitch to Martin is a fastball inside. Ball one. The Dodger bullpen is in the runway out in left field, and big Don Newcomb gets up from the bench and starts heading out for the area back there reserved for the bullpen activity. The Yankee bullpen is between the stands in right center field. And all of the youngsters out there seated on the bench. Rizzuto leads away. The pitch to Martin is a fastball inside. He ducks away and takes ball two. And Roy Campanella calls for time, and he's going out to that mound. So the Yankees have a runner on at first base, a two-ball count to Billy Martin. And manager Walt Alston puts the call into the bullpen to start some action out there. And big Don Newcomb, who has been complaining of a sore arm, starts to loosen up. Dewey Reese, the Dodger captain, comes in to say something to Carl Spooner. Carl was in the second game of the World Series, worked three scoreless innings, struck out five and gave up one hit. Checks Rizzuto, the two-ball pitch. Fastball, strike one call. Umpire Lee Balafant working the plate today with Jim Holichick of the American League at first. Frank Discoli of the National League at second and Bill Summers of the American League at third. With John Flaherty of the American League down the left field foul line. And Augie Donatelli, the National League, down the right field foul line. Throw to first, almost gets by Hodges. Grabbed by Gill, who fires back to Spooner. Spooner thought Rizzuto was maybe daydreaming. And there he goes, and the 2-1 pitch is uh, foul. And coming back is Bill Rizzuto. The hit and run was on, and... Billy Martin trying to connect with that pitch to drive it out in the right field. Fouls it off, and it's grabbed by a fan back of the Yankee dugout, who is well known to the Yankee fans and gets the customary uh, big hand. Duke Snyder is straight away in center field. Sandy Amos in left, and in right field is Carl Frillo. Junior Gilliam at second. And the 2-2 pitch to Martin is a fastball that he takes high and outside, ball three. He was tempted, but not quite enough. So it's a full count, and Billy Martin takes a look at Frankie Corsetti, and Phil Rizzuto stands on first with his hands on hip, and Gil Hodges at first base is holding against the runner, and Carl Spooner slightly confused now as to whether he has got his stuff. Nods his head to Roy Campanella, throws to first just to remind Rizzuto that uh, he knows he's there. Rizzuto jumps off to a lead. Spooner checks him. There goes Rizzuto. The pitch is swung on foul back here. And off the facing and back downstairs. Jackie Robinson now, who has been more or less a great source of, uh, well, whispered conversations to the pitchers, moves in to have a little chat with Carl Spooner. He has concluded his conversation, and Spooner again looks down and contemplates the dirt on the mound and looks in to Roy Campanella. He's in trouble with Phil Rizzuto on first and nobody out in the last half of the first inning and no score. Spooner looks to Gil Hodges holding against the runner Rizzuto, takes his foot off the rubber and Rizzuto goes back. Now Billy Martin steps back in. Rizzuto jumps off to a lead. Here's the pitch. There he goes. He's swung on and it's foul back and it's going to drop on the screen. So the count remains, three balls, two strikes. Rizzuto, who has 
veritably dug himself a trench between second and first, comes back again. Billy Martin steps out and looks around a little bit. Bill Rizzuto standing right on it first, with Gil Hodges standing right alongside him, his right foot right up against the bag. Bill Dickey looking out, shouting to Rizzuto, go on, go on. Here's the pitch, there goes Rizzuto, swinging a miss, and the throw is down to second, and Gilliam puts it on, and he's safe. Campanella hesitated just a moment in making his throw to second. Gilliam had not broken for the bag. And by the time Roy got his throw down there and Gilliam was at second, Rizzuto was in at second base. And it's a stolen base, and Billy Martin strikes out. That is for the New York Yankees, their third stolen base. So the batter now for New York is Gil McDougal, has four hits and 20 times a bat in the series, one home run, one RBI, wearing number 12. His batting average in the five games, 200. Sponer looks back to Rizzuto. Gilliam cutting him back up, and the throw is made, and it is no pitch. Gil McDougal backed off just as Sponer was ready to deliver. stolen base in the World Series in all the years he's been in it. Now feel straight away. Spooner looks back to Rizzuto. Gilliam cutting back a swing, a check swing, and a call strike. McDougal looked like he was going to go after that curveball. He held up, but it caught that outside corner. And it's one strike. Well, it, it is one ball, one strike. That pitch which was delivered was a ball, and uh, McDougal, who had stepped out had stepped out while the pitcher was in the act of delivering, and it counts. So it's one and one, and it's two balls, one strike now, as Spooner delivers outside. Umpire Frank Descoli correcting uh, all of us. Two balls, one strike, with one out, and Phil Rizzuto on at second. The Yankees in the last half of the first inning have a runner on at second and in scoring position. Spooner checks his run of the two-ball, one-strike pitch. Just misses outside, and it's ball three, strike one. Gerald McDougal steps back out. Takes a look down to Frankie Corsetti at third. Spooner digs in a little deeper out on that mound. He's just missing the corners. The youngster looks into Roy Campanella. Campy giving him all the encouragement. Pulls that big mitt up for a target. Rizzuto leads away. Here's the 3-1 pitch to McDougal. He takes it, and it's ball four. two men here in the last half of the first inning, and the Yankees have runners at second and first. One man out, and Yogi Berra, who has hit safely in all games. He has seven hits and 17 times at bat. One home run, he has one RBI. Batting 4-12, if you please. And Yogi, I'm sure, would take that for a regular season batting average. Who wouldn't? The outfield around the right. 
deep in right field near the wall. It's Carl Furlow, Duke Snyder in right center, right side of the infield back. Two men on. The pitch is a curveball, strike one call. Carl Spooner is pitching to a big man. Big with the belt and big with the wood. And he steps deep in the left-hand batter's box. With a slightly closed stance, Spooner again checks Rizzuto at second. McDougal at first, the pitch to Barrage. Swing and a miss for strike two. And Yogi was trying to put that one out of here. It is 296 feet down the right field foul line, and the stands there are only three feet high. Duke Snyder is out in right center field. Carl Frillo is back on the edge of the track in right field, and umpire Frank Tiscoli moves in to take a look at the ball. Russ Meyer is up and working also in the Dodger bullpen. Rizzuto leads away. The pitch is a ground ball by the pitcher, by Gilliam, out into right center field. Here is Rizzuto digging for the plate, going on to third as McDougal across to second base. And the Yankees break out on top, one or nothing. It was a high bouncer that bounced over the outstretched glove of Carl Spooner. It got away uh, under the reach of Junior Gilliam, who crossed over to his right, trying to grab that ball, and it goes into right center field. And Yogi Berra drives in his second run of the World Series. Gil McDougal moves to third, Barra's on the first, and the Yankees lead one to nothing. Stepping in for the Yankees. Hank has been in four of the five games played so far. He's three for six. Has no RBIs. He's batting 500. Carl Spooner, the left-hander, looks over to first to Yogi Berra. Delivers a fastball. It's through there for strike one. The outfield for the Dodgers pulled around the left with Duke Snyder in left center. Deep in left field is Sandy Amaros. Jackie Robinson moves back about three steps back up third. Reese halfway. Shaded slightly towards the hole. There's a swing and a pop-up over near the stands, and it will go out of play. So it is two strikes to Hank Bauer playing today despite the slightly full muscle that still bothers him in that leg. The wind, which had considerable velocity a few moments ago, seems to have died down. Carl Spooner facing Hank Bauer. Two strikes, one out, two on. The pitch, outside. And uh, Roy Campanella had to do uh, quite an acrobatic job, jumping far to his right, reaching high in the air to keep that one from going all the way back. And McDougal would have come sprinting home. So it's one ball, two strikes, one out. Two men on. And the Yankees have broken on top. One to nothing. Barrow leads away from first. McDougal from third. Spooner is ready with a one-two pitch. Swung on foul. Curveball, and it comes back on the netting. And the count remains one and two. Sun shining brightly in Yankee Stadium. And uh, even though it is very early in the afternoon in New York... 
the long shadows have reached out across the right side of the playing field. There's a pitch by Spooner, a foul coming back over our heads. It hits the railing and bounces around and back down uh, the netting. Well, that one uh, really ricocheted. Just distributed one, uh, then went zooming through the press box and went back down on the netting. Is back in. One out, two on, and the Yankees lead one to nothing. We're in the last half of the first inning. Spooner's ready, checks his runners. Here's the one two pitch. It is swung on, a ground ball to the left side, Cooper base hit. And here is Gil McDougal coming on to score. Barrel holds at second. Bauer is on at first, and the Yankees lead two to nothing. his fourth hit of the World Series, a single hit between Reese and Jackie Robinson. And the Yankees break out on top, two to nothing. Bill Scourin, who is playing first base today for New York, is stepping in, and time is called as Jackie Robinson steps over to have a chat with Carl Spooner. Checking through the records, this is... Only the second game of the six games of the World Series that the Yankees have scored in the first inning. They got a run in the fourth game in the first inning, and they lost the game. Here's a pitch to Scourin. It's a curve that's just above the knees for a strike. Scourin, wearing number 14, has been in three games, two out of six, one double. Big, strong fella. The outfield straight away. The runners lead away. The pitch is swung on and fouled, and it's going to carry all the way up on top of the hits the lights and going to come downstairs and bounces right in front of the Yankee dugout. So it's two strikes now to Bill Scourin. Carl Spooner getting a few lumps here in the last half of the first inning. The Yankees with two hits, but the two bases on balls really got Carl in trouble. He is pitching to Bill Scowan. The drive in the right field by Lovers. Bob Fuller, he can't get to it. It's a home run. Martin, but then he walked McDougal. 
And then Barrow with a single drove in a run. And Bauer came up with a single, drove in another. And then Bill Scourin coming up with that big slash into the right field stands. So it looks like Russ Meyer. Coming on to work here for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the last half of the first inning. So Carl Spooner worked one-third of an inning. And he is charged with five runs from three hits. He walked two and he struck out one. Russ Meyer, who has the same birthday, practically, as Marty Ford. Marty Ford is October 21st. Russ Meyer is October 25th. In 1950, Russ Meyer worked a game and uh, did not come up with anything fantastic. He worked in two games, pitched one and two-third innings, was charged with one defeat when he gave up four hits, one run, struck out one. In 53, he was in one game, worked four and a third, and gave up eight hits, four runs, and five strikeouts and four bases on ball. So Russ Meyer will pitch first to Bob Sir, who hit a big blast yesterday over in Evans Field for his first hit in the series, one out of eight. He has one home run, one RBI. Nobody on. Meyer delivers a fastball. Slow roller down the right side over his hodges, and Gilliam moving over the throws to Meyer and safe. hesitated for a moment in covering first base. I just moved to his right to feel the ball, and when he got ready to make the throw, there was nobody to throw to. Meyer finally crossed over, but by that time, serve was in there, and he goes as a base hit. So Meyer gives up his first hit, and the batter is Elston Howard, and the Yankees lead 5 to nothing. We're in the last half of the first inning. Meyer's fastball breaks into these right-hand batters. He has a good curveball. He's ready. Check serve. At first, here's the pitch to Howard. The fastball, it's low for a 1-1 count. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. And the Yankees leading 5 to nothing. Last half of the first inning. And game number six of the World Series. Looks into Roy Campanella. Serve leads away from first. Hodges holding against him. There he goes. The pitch is swung on and foul. And serve, who was almost out of second, comes back. So the count is one and two. And the Yankee fans, who have been sitting back quietly in anguish while the Dodgers have been chopping up their team over in Ebbets Field, are really rejoicing here this afternoon as the Yankees have pushed over five big ones here in the first inning with a runner on first and only one out. The eighth man to bat is in there, Elston Howard. Here's a one-two pitch. He looks at a curveball. It's on the outside corner, and it is strike three. So Meyer gets that good curve on that outside corner, gets his first strikeout. The Yankees have two out. And the ninth man to bat in the first inning, Whitey Ford, starts strolling out. Whitey Ford coming along. Whitey had two at-bats 
the game he pitched in the World Series and had no hits. Takes a swing and he lines one into left field and it is dropping foul. Just a foul by maybe five feet. The stands break away from the foul line in the extreme end out there, about 30 feet from where the foul pole goes up. And that one just carried in as Whitey Ford tried to drop one in there with Sandy Amaris a few steps over in left center. Duke Snyder is around in right center and Carl Frillo is around in right field. Jackie Robinson's in close at third. Russ Meyer coming on in relief of Carl Spooner here in the first inning. Here's the pitch. There's a curve that breaks inside. One ball, one strike. Russ Meyer working a little quicker than did Carl Spooner. But Russ Meyer has had a little more experience in World Series than had Carl Spooner. He's ready now, looks to Bob serve. Hodges holding against the run at first. The 1-1 delivery is swung on and fouled. So it's one and two. Whitey Ford wearing number 16 as a towhead. And he uh, is rather a proud young man. Proud in the sense that he is proud to be representing the pitching staff of the New York Yankees here in the sixth game of the World Series. Outfield around the right, and serve leads away. The one-two pitch is a fastball that breaks low, and it's two and two. Russ Meyer trying to keep that ball down so that if Ford does connect, he'll hit it into the ground. Whitey checks up on that bat about eight inches. Really chokes her. Flat-footed, looks out, and Ford has some fire. Balafant to call time. He steps out. And Russ Meyer, who was all ready to deliver, now goes back to get some rosin. So it's two balls, two strikes, and two out. And the Yankees have pushed over five runs here in the last half of the first inning. Serve again leads away. The 2-2 pitch is on its way. It's a fastball inside ball three. So the count is full now to Whitey Ford. And Phil Rizzuto, who started this off with a walk, is on deck. checking carefully with Roy Campanella has his sign serve leads away from first there he goes the pitch is swung on a fly ball hit into left field Sandy Amaris pounds the glove one time he's got it and in the first inning the Yankees roll up five big runs of one two three four base hits there were no Dodger errors and one man was left on base at the end of the first inning the score is New York Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing while we wait for Roy Campanella, who will be the first man up for the Dodgers in the top of the second inning, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Roy Campanella, right-hand batter, stands up in there as Whitey Ford, who retired the first three Dodgers to face him in the top half of the first inning, meets now with Campanella, Ferrillo, and Hodges. First pitch to Campy is a curveball, high and inside, ball one. The Yankees pounding Carl Spooner off the mound in the first inning. Have a five-run lead for Whitey Ford. He's ready, delivers a curve that's on the outside corner for strike one. Ford has uh, easy, very easy motion. It is 
similar. Not exactly alike, but similar to the motion used by Ed Lopat for so many years for the Yankees. And Whitey looks in now as Yogi Berra carefully conceals that sign. The 1-1 delivery to Kempe is swung on. There's a fly ball hit into short left center field. Bob Serb moving to his right, waves off Howard and takes it. So there's one away. The Dodgers taking their bats here in the top of the second inning. Send up now Carl Perlow. been in all five games. This is his sixth. He has seven hits and 21 times at bat. One home run. He has been given credit for two runs batted in. Yapfield has moved around the right. Curveball by Ford is over for strike one. Ford has different speeds on his curve. That was kind of a slow, tantalizing balloon. He's ready. There's a fastball that hits Pearl on the back. Pillow is on. Hit by a pitch. So the Dodgers get their first base runner the hard way. As Brillo hit in the back by a fastball, is on at first. And the batter now is Gil Hodges. Gil Hodges is playing in his sixth game series has six hits and 19 times a bad one home run and three RBIs. So it's two balls and one strike. And Gil Hodges steps out. Whitey Ford looking into Yogi Berra. Carl Fuller jumps off to a lead, and the pitch is on its way, and it is taken. It's outside. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Now, Whitey Ford does a little excavating out there in the mound to smooth it all out, get it exactly the way he wants it. And Carl Fuller standing quietly at first base. Bill Scourin standing right alongside him. Yankees five, the Dodgers nothing. Perlow leads away. The 3-1 pitch is a fastball outside. Ball four. So the Dodgers have two men on in their half of the second inning. The second inning has been the second inning and the fourth inning in the previous games played have been the big innings for the Dodgers. They have in the five previous games compiled a total of six runs in the second inning. Jackie Robinson, the batter. Whitey Ford checks the runners, delivers. Low. Ball one. So Whitey Ford now realizes what Carl Spooner facing when he had a couple of Yankees on base. Brillow at second, Hodges at first. The pitch is swung on a ground ball left side. McDougal has it, throws over to Martin for one and throw to first double play. So the Yankees take a page from the Dodgers book and they come up with a double play to eliminate the hopes of the Dodgers to pick up some runs. For Brooklyn, no runs. No hits, no errors, and one man left.
left on base. So at the end of one and a half innings of play, the score is New York Yankees five, the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. Bill Rizzuto steps in against Russ Meyer here. Russ Meyer coming on in relief, delivers a curve outside, ball one. Meyer worked two-thirds of an inning. And uh, gave up one hit. And had one strikeout. Next pitch is swung on, missed, and it's one and one. Rizzuto up for his second time around, walked in the first inning. So his times at bat are unchanged. He is still three for nine. The outfield for the Brooklyn Dodgers, straight away. Jackie Robinson about one step off the edge of the infield grass at third. Russ Meyer looks to Roy Campanella into his windup, and that right arm comes around with a curveball that's popped up to the infield. Jackie Robinson moving up on top of the mound now and takes it right back to the mound. So Rizzuto pops out to Jackie Robinson right back to the mound, and there's one out for the Yankees in the second inning. That double play for the Yankees was their seventh in the series, which is the 17th double play by both teams, and the previous record was 16 in one series. The Chicago White Sox and the Cincinnati Red Lakes swing and a foul by Billy Martin. Billy Martin, who has been a very important member of the Yankee cast in this series, struck out his last time up. Russ Meyer gives him the big double pump, and the pitch is a fastball that's high. One and one. Martin always thinking about something, always ready to start something, whether it's a rally, a double play, or a throw, or just a good little old rhubarb. He's got a lot of spirit, and many baseball people feel that that's an important requirement for a pennant-winning team. The outfield straight away with the 1-1 pitch by Meyer to Martin is swung on, and a fly ball hit over near the stands will go out of play out of the reach of Gil Hodges. So it's 1-2. and two. <laughs> Billy Martin waving that bat. Yankees five, the Dodgers nothing, last the second. Here's the pitch, a let up that's high inside, ball two, two balls, two strikes. Meyer gave Martin a big motion as if he was coming in there with that blazing fastball and then just sort of sent it up there at half speed. Russ Meyer working in relief of Carl Spooner. He is ready. Gets a curve outside for ball three, and it's three and two to Billy Martin. Shakes off the first sign from Roy Campanella. Now he's ready. And the payoff pitch to Billy Martin is swung on and foul back on the screen. So it's three balls, two strikes. And in case you join us late, the Yankees in the first inning pushed over five runs. When Rizzuto walked, Martin struck out. McDougal walked. Barra single into right field, bringing in a run. Bauer single into left field, bringing in another. And then Bill Scourin with a home run into the lower right field stands brought three more in, giving the Yankees a total of five off four hits. The swing and a miss for 
strike three. And Meyer took a little off that pitch, and Billy Martin was ahead of his swing. So for the second time today, Billy Martin strikes out. And the Dodgers have two out in the second inning, and Gil McDougall steps in. Gil walked in the first inning, so he is still four for 20 in the series. Jim Pearsall was really kidding uh, Gil McDougall before the game. He was asking Jim Constanti to throw some curveballs in the outside corner to him. Outfield straight away, the pitch by Meyer. Fastball just outside, ball one. A lot of former ball players around watching as these two teams, the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Yankees, fight over the big prize of the World Series. Gil McDougall looks out to Russ Meyer. The outfield straight away, and the pitch is on its way. And there's a swing and a fly ball hitting the short left field. Sandy Amaris coming in, going over his Reese near the foul line, and it's Reese making a grab. Nice play by Pee Wee Reese on a ball hit well up in the sky, and he came over quickly and has it. And for the Yankees in the last half of the second inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. At the end of two innings of play, the score is New York 5, Brooklyn nothing. We move now into the top half of the third inning, and for the Brooklyn Dodgers, it will be Sandy Amaros. Sandy was not in the lineup in the first two games played here in Yankee Stadium with Junior Gilliam uh, being out in left field and with Don Zimmer playing at second base. But Sandy performed so beautifully over in Ebbets Field, getting three hits and eight times at bat, a home run, driving in three runs and playing very well in the outfield, that uh, manager Walt Alston, subscribing to the belief that you do not break up a winning combination, has kept him there. So Sandy, a left-hand batter, a little guy, with a big smile, a big heart, and a big determination to try and get the Dodgers back into this game, steps in the left-hand batter's box. The outfield's around the right. Bob serving right center. Deep in right field is Hank Bauer. Elston Howard protecting in left. Right side of the infield playing back. McDougal close in at third. Ford delivers. Fastball. High outside. And it's ball one. Amaros has a 375 batting average. He's about five, seven and a half. Slightly bent at the knees. Holds a bat cocked back and away from his left ear. Waves it around and takes a fastball strike. One and one. Sandy holding that bat back of his left ear reminds you of a youngster holding up a large flagpole. And with the wind blowing, it kind of wavers around. He takes a swing. He hits a ground ball. Caught by Ford, who lets him run. Throws to first. He's got him. you've ever seen one of those Mexican lizards that can uh, reach out like lightning and pick off those bugs. It looked like Waddy Ford sticking that glove out and spurring that grounder. It just disappeared. So there's one out for the Dodgers in the top half of the third inning. And Russ Meyer makes his first appearance. The Dodgers have had Two men on. There's a pop-up, and it's moving near the stands. It'll be out of play. Yogi Barra coming over near the dugout, but it bounces way back about 30 rows. And some fans down there looking like a group of basketballers trying to get that rebound up in the hoop. Fool around. Somebody finally does get the souvenir. Meyer is...
is a right-hand batter. And Russ prides himself on his batting ability. Whereas number 34 stands deep in the right-hand batter's box. Whitey Ford, the left-hander, looks into Yogi Berra. The Yankees five, the Dodgers nothing. Top of the third, the pitch is a curve in there for strike. Two strikes. The Dodgers have had only two men on base. And one was Carl Frillo, who was hit by a pitch, and the other was Gil Hodges, who walked. There's a curve that misses outside, and it's one and two. Outside of that, Whitey Ford has been very stingy. He got Junior Gilliam in the first inning on a fly ball to left field. He struck out Reese and Snyder. In the second inning, after getting Campanella to fly out to center, he hit for a low, walked Hodges, but got Robinson to hit into a double play. There's a swing and a miss by Meyer for strike three. That is the third strikeout for Whitey Ford, who continues to display the cunning that uh, he was able to use against his opponents in the American League in winning eight games while losing seven. So the top of the order comes up now for the there's a ground ball to Gil McDougal makes the grab throws to first and he's got it. So for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the top half of the third inning they go down a one two three order and Nobody uh, getting a run, no hits, no errors, and, of course, nobody left on base. Well, Hank Bauer is playing today, despite uh, pulled muscle. And uh, he now trot again. Everybody seems to think he's all right. So at the end of two and a half innings of play, the score is the Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. Yogi Berra steps in, and Russ Meyer delivers, and he gets a fastball low and inside of this left-hand batter, ball one. Outfield's pulled around the right. Here's the pitch, and it's a curveball that Yogi slashes foul in the lower deck. Yogi trying to slap it into left field. Pushed out on it and pushed it up in the about the 38th or 39th row, back of the Dodger dugout. So it's one ball, one strike. Yogi has one for one, drove in a hit today, drove in a run with that big hit, and he has two RBIs in the series. Myers ready with a curve that's high and outside for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Russ Meyer has worked one and two-third innings so far. He's been very stingy with the hits. He's given up only one. He followed Carl Spooner, who worked a third, gave up five runs. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Yogi Berra, fastball. And Yogi had his foot, right foot up, and it looked like he was just anxiously waiting to take a swing with that big bat. But he takes it, and it's three balls, one strike. Junior Gilliam, the second baseman of the Dodgers, back one step off the edge of the outfield grass. Hodges deep at first. Robinson in close at third. Myron is wind up to 3-1 delivery. Swung on, pull foul down the first baseline. Rolling out to Augie Donatelli. While we wait for a new ball, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Three balls, two strikes. Yogi Berra is in there waving that big bat. Russ Myers looking into Roy Campanella. Myers into his windup and deals, and it's inside, ball four. That's the first base on balls given up by Russ Meyer. 
the Yankees have a runner on at first. Nobody out, and Hank Bowers in there. Hank got a single in the first inning, drove in a run. That's his first RBI for the series. The outfield playing straight away, left side of the infield back. Barra jumps off to a three-step lead. Hodges holding against him at first. The pitch of fastball, strike one call, right down the middle. Meyer looking in very carefully to Roy Campanella because even though the Dodgers trail by five runs, they are not out of the game. Barrow leads away. The pitch is a curve driven into left field and coming on is Sandy Amherst. Can't get to it. It's a base hit. Yogi Barrow rounds second but holds as Amherst throws into Reese. So that is the second hit of Russ Meyer. The fifth hit for the New York Yankees. And they have two men on. And nobody out. And Bill Scourin, the big right-hand batter, who hit a home run in the first inning with two men on. The outfield moves back. Duke Snyder deep in center. Deep in left field is Sandy Amaris. Bill Hodges moves in close at first, figuring that Scourin may be asked by Casey Stengel a bunt. Robinson, semi-anchored at third. There's a swing, a high bounder foul going along third baseline, and it's going to bounce right alongside of the Dodger dugout. Robinson is playing even with third and about five steps inside the foul line on the fair side. And in the event that Scourin bunts, if the pitcher can field it, or if the first baseman can field it, he'll hold it third, try and get Barra coming in. If not, he'll be committed to come in to make the throw to another base. So Barra's on at second, and Bauer's on at first. And the pitch is made, and a swing and a miss by Scourin, who was not going to bunt on that one. So it's now two strikes, and dropping back is Gil Hodges with a two-strike count to Scourin. Robinson drops back at third. strategy of the two managers has been very interesting in the World Series games. Russ Meyer is ready now with a two-strike count to Bill Scourin. Two men on, delivers a curve that's a little high for ball one, one and two. One ball, two strikes, two men on, and the Yankees lead by five runs as we're batting here in the last half of the third inning. Yogi Berra on at second. Hank Bauer is on at first, and Bill Scowron is the batter. Nobody out. Now Scowron steps out. Frankie Corsetti coaching down at third. Looks out to Yogi Berra. Here's the pitch, and it's a curveball, and it's hit into right center field. Coming on is Duke Snyder. Has lots of room. Berra is tagged up at second, and Snyder makes the catch. Berra makes a step to draw a throw, but Snyder wisely throws to Reese, who is halfway between second and third, and there's one out. So the Yankees have two men on, and Bob Serve comes up now. He got a single in the first inning, but he died there as Russ Meyer got Howard to strike out and got Ford to fly out. Serve, a big, strong, powerfully built man, has a very close stance. His left foot is right up on the line beside the plate and his right foot is pulled back and away. He swings well over his left foot. 
Russ Meyer looks back to Yogi Berra at second base. He outfield straight away. The pitch to serve is swung on a ground ball left side. Jackie Robinson has it. He tags Berra, makes the throw to first, and it's a double play. So for the Brooklyn Dodgers, that is their 11th double play. And the 17th, the 18th double play of the series. For the Yankees, no runs. One hit, no errors, and one man left on. And at the end of three full innings of play, the score. New York Yankees, five, and the Brooklyn Dodgers, nothing. Well, the Dodger fans that are here in Yankee Stadium start to build up a little applause as they ask their Dodgers to do what they've been doing over in Ebbets Field. Dewey Reese will be the first man up in the fourth inning for Brooklyn. Reese struck out his first time up. Whitey Ford has allowed only two Dodgers to get on base. He hit Carl Frillo in the second inning. He walked Hodges in the second inning. He's ready in the first pitch to Reese. He swung on a high bounder back to second. Going back to second is Martin. He gloves it. He makes his throw, and it is too late. And it will go as the first base hit off Whitey Ford. The ball hit in front of the mound, bounced over. Martin went back to seven of second, got the ball, made the throw, but not in time to get Peewee. And due up is Duke Snyder, who is apparently looking for his bat. And we may have a pinch hitter. Don Zimmer, right-hand batter, is coming up, and it may well be that Zimmer is going to bat for Snyder. We haven't heard uh, Snyder when he did come in in the third inning for a fly ball by Scourin. Looked like he might have been uh, limping a little. But Don Zimmer is in there, right-hand batter. The first pitch by Waddy Ford is a swing and a miss on a fastball, strike one. Zimmer played in the first two games at second base, and five times a bat he had two hits. And he drove in two runs. He walked once, he struck out twice. No balls, one strike to pitch, foul. So it's two strikes now to Don Zimmer, right-hand batter. Batting in place of Duke Snyder. And we will wait to check and see whether... It is just the strategy to put the right-hand batter in against Whitey Ford or whether the Duke has any kind of a physical ailment that's keeping him out. The outfield straight away. The Dodgers have a runner at first. The Yankees are leading five to nothing, top of the fourth. The pitch is strike three call. And that is all for Don Zimmer. So Whitey Ford comes up with his fourth strikeout. He has walked one man. He has given up one hit, a single. And he faces now Roy Campanella. Campy in the second inning, fly to center field. Campy has been one of the big men for the Dodgers. Has two home runs, four runs bad in, and six for 21. He's now six for 22. Body Ford looks to first, delivers, and it's outside. A fastball, ball one. 
Roy Campanella, the catcher, right-hand batter. Slightly open stance. His right foot right back on the restraining line. His left foot pointed down the third baseline. Here's a pitch by Ford. A curve that's high and inside for ball two. So Campy looking very carefully. As the Dodgers, having moved over from Ebbets Field to Yankee Stadium, hold a three-game to two-game edge over the Yankees. But the Yankees have a five-run lead with the Dodgers batting here in the top of the fourth. Whitey Ford, who's been very stingy, looks to the runner, delivers low outside. Ball three. Ford is really moving that ball around. He comes with a fastball low outside, comes high and inside, breaks his slow curve, then comes in with a sharp-breaking curve, and he is really going. Three-nothing pitch to Campanella. Ball four, and he walks. That is the second walk given up by Whitey Ford. And for the second time in this sixth game of the World Series, the Dodgers have two men on. They had two men on in the second inning with one out when Jackie Robinson came along, hit into a fast double play. So here it's Carl Frillo. Frillo hit in the back from a fastball, his last time up in the second inning. Carl Frillo. At a 3.33 batting average starting today. He has seven hits and 21 times at bat. Wearing number six. The outfield has Bob Serve a few steps over in right center. They're giving for a low left center field with Alston Howard in left. There's a swing on a curve, and he fouls it off the facing of the upper deck, and it bounces downstairs just out of the outreach hands of a fan in the box seats and rolls around. Phil Rizzuto, the shortstop, is shaded over towards second. Yell McDougal is guarding the foul line, playing five steps back at third, about four steps off the line. And by the way, Phil Rizzuto is using a glove, which uh, is about ten years old. He's used it in all of the World Series games that he's been in. If you don't think that's got a few lines of age in it, you ought to see it. Bill has only used it in the World Series. Carl Frillo is in there. Here's the one-strike pitch. as a curve, and he fouls this one off, and it's going in the upper deck. Bounces around up there, and a fan again gets a nice hand, making a superb catch. This is the ninth time that Phil Rizzuto has had an opportunity to use that glove. He says it's about ten years old, so he must have had it one year before he started in his first World Series game back in 1941. But he treats it with an affection that is built only on long years of baseball friendship. Fastball, low outside. So the call now to Carl Frillo with a one-two count comes from Billy Harmon to get a hold of one, Carl. Jake Pittler pacing up and down nervously in the first base coach's box. Campanella leads away from first. On at second is Pee Wee Reese. Whitey Ford delivers a curve that breaks low. So Frillo, standing there now, rubs a little dirt on his hands. The count is two balls, two strikes. One out in the Dodger half of the fourth inning, which is the top half. And the Yankees leading five to nothing. The Yankees have five hits. The Dodgers have one. 
The man on second picked off the first hit off Whitey Ford here in this fourth inning. Throw about at the waist now. Looks out to Whitey Ford. The 2-2 delivery is a curveball. A ground ball to the left side. Hit through. Going in the left field. Here's Reese making the turn at third and coming on to score. And Campanella holds at second base. So the Dodgers have chopped one of the five-run deficit off, and they now trail five to one. And they have two men on, with only one man out on the batters, Gil Hodges. Well, Rizzuto was shaded over towards second base, and McDougal was guarding the foul line, and Frillo picked his spot and got that ball just about through in the hole. Rizzuto crossed over, but no chance to get it. Outfield straight away. I just walked his last time up. Takes a fastball strike right on that outside corner. Just above the knees. Whitey Ford trying to pitch to the weaknesses. Whitey yesterday over in Ebbets Field was standing back of the cage while the Dodgers were uh, loosening up and he was really kidding him. There's a ground ball to the left side. Cutting over as McDougal. He can't get it. The throw to Martin for one. The force at second. No chance for the throw at first. McDougal moved to his left to try and get that ball. Couldn't get it. Rizzuto moving to his right. Did get it. And his throw was just in time to force Frillo at second. So the play went 6-4. And on at first is Hodges. And on at third is Roy Campanella. And Jackie Robinson, who has been a brilliant star for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the field and who has contributed some timely base hits. He has had only four out of 18, but he has driven in a run. He has no home runs. His batting average prior to today was 222, and his last time up, he hit into a double play. The outfield plays him straight away. He's a right-hand batter standing deep, pulls that bat right on the end. His left hand actually reaching over the end of it. Hodges at first, Campanella third to pitch to Robinson, swings and lines one in the left field foul. Remember that song? Did you see Jackie Robinson hit that ball? Well, that's what they were thinking about. But he lined it foul. Whitey Ford takes off his cap, thinks to himself, I won't do that again. Now he's ready, checks his runners, the pitch to Robinson. He swings the ground ball to the left side. Rizzuto up with it, makes the throw to Martin. The force is on Hodges, and the side's retired. So the Dodgers come up with one run from two hits, no errors, one man left on base. And the Dodgers have left two runners on, and uh, the Yankees in their three innings have left two men on. So at the end of three and a half innings of play, the score is the New York Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. We move into the last half of the fourth inning, and for the Yankees it will be Elston Howard, Whitey Ford, and Phil Rizzuto. And the Dodgers almost got the old pot boiling that time. But the little scooter has really been tough. Dodgers now have Don Zimmer at second base, Gilliam in left. And Sandy Amaros has moved to center field. The pitch to Elston Howard. 
is a strike. And ready now is Russ Meyer, and he gets a strike on the outside corner for strike two. In left field is Junior Gilliam for the Dodgers. In center field is Sandy Amaros. And in right field is Carl Furlo. And Don Zimmer has gone in to play second base. All occasioned by the substitution of Zimmer for Snyder. In the batting order. In the Dodger half of the fourth inning. Ready now is Russ Meyer. And the two-strike pitch to Elson Howard. A fastball just misses outside ball one. Howard struck out in the first inning. He's up for his second time. Junior Gilliam in left field. That's where he started in this series. There's a swing and a foul, and it's going to carry into the upper deck right near the rail. So it's one ball, two strikes. Alston Howard in the previous games played, had four hits and 18 times at bat, had one home run, and that uh, came right here in Yankee Stadium, a line shot that carried out into the left field seats. So Russ Meyer looks in and shakes off the first sign given by Roy Campanella into his windup in the 1-2 delivery. is swung on. There's a fly ball deep in the left field. If it is fair, it will be, but it is a foul. Howard really gave that one a ride. But it curved foul. So the count remains one and two. Nelson's left foot is almost in the right front corner of the batter's box. And his right foot is way back in the rear right corner. Which would be the left corner as we look at it here. Ready now is Russ Meyer, and he's into his windup in the one-two pitch. He's swung out a missed, and he almost falls down as he strikes out. So Howard strikes out for the first out for the Yankees in the fourth inning. That is the fourth Yankee strikeout. Here's Whitey Ford. Last time up, fly to left field. Jackie Robinson moves in on the edge of the infield grass at third base. Two steps in. The outfield is shallow straight away. The pitch by Myers. A fastball underneath the hands inside for ball one. Ford must be using uh, one of the longest bats in that bat rack, and he's got it choked about halfway up. Russ Meyer, the right-hander working for the Dodgers, delivers a fastball through there for strike one. One ball and one strike, and we're in the last half of the fourth, and the Yankees lead five to one. The Yankees pushed over five runs in the first inning when they chased Carl Spooner, and Bill Scourin's home run into the right field stands was a big blow. The Dodgers came back with one in the fourth. There's a swing, a slow tap down the third baseline. Jackie Robinson's got it, has his throw over to Hodges in time, and out number two is Whitey Ford. Looked like Whitey got a hold of a curveball and almost fouled it off, but just got it inside the line. And Robinson waited for it, and with a good throw over to Hodges, he had him. Two out, Phil Rizzuto, the batter. Phil has been up officially one time today, popped out to Jackie Robinson, who moved back to the mound to take it. So the scooter, right-hand batter, slightly open stance. Where's number 10? Meyer gives him a curve on the outside corner for a strike. 
Robinson two steps off the infield grass at third base. Kiwi Reese halfway between second and third. The outfield straight away. Delivery is a curve that hangs inside. So Russ Meyer turns his back now to Phil Rizzuto, looks up to the scoreboard and checks a 1-1 count with two out. Meyer has worked very well for the Dodgers since coming on in the first inning after Carl Spooner ran in trouble and could only retire one man. Fastball misses outside. Two balls, one strike. Spooner in that first inning walked Rizzuto, struck out Martin, walked McDougal, and then Barra and Barra put singles back-to-back, drove in two runs, and then Scourin, who was playing first base, drove one into the lower right field stands for a three-run home run. There's a fastball that gets the outside corner, and it's two and two to Rizzuto. The scooter steps back out. Digs around a little bit. Rizzuto, like most major leaguers, appreciates a fine pitch and the ability of a pitcher to fool him. Doesn't like it, but he appreciates it. The 2-2 delivery is a fastball that Rizzuto fouls off, and it's downstairs. And a scramble and another souvenir. So the count runs to two and two. The wind is still blowing in from left towards right field. Sandy Amrose now has been moved over about ten steps in left center field. With Gilliam around in left and Carl Frillo is over in right center. And the shadows have reached out to the mound. So I would guess that maybe one-fifth of the entire playing surface now is covered by shadows. Here's the 2-2 delivery, and it's swung on a ground ball to the left side. In is Reese. Rizzuto streaking for first. His throw is in time. And that is all for Phil Rizzuto and the Yankees in the fourth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And at the end of four innings of play, the score is New York Yankees 5 and the Brooklyn Dodgers 1. In the top of the fifth inning, the Brooklyn Dodgers will send up Sandy Amaris. And Sandy bounced out Whitey Ford to Bill Scourin. And uh, Ford made that ball disappear like a magician with a cape. He reached out with that big glove, speared it, and he let Sandy run, and his throw had him. Russ Meyer is scheduled to bat in this inning, but we shall have to see whether Manor Roger Wall Alston wants him to go or not. He's called Don Newcomb in from the bullpen. There's a fastball by Whitey Ford that's low and outside for ball one. New York Yankees five, the Brooklyn Dodgers one. Whitey Ford works in the left arm, comes around with a fastball. Swung on, driven deep in the right field. It is foul. Way back up there, but foul. Little Amaros uh, had a title of the man with the miracle wrists when he was over in Montreal. He's a little fella, but, uh, man, he really can swish that bat. He's bent at the knees and slightly bent at the waist and keeps waving that bat. There's a curve that he pulls down the first baseline. Scourin's got it, beats him in the race to the bag for one out. That ball is right on the line, and umpire Jim Honachick right on the job, pointing to the infield side, designating that it's a fair ball. So Amaros is retired by Scourin unassisted on a ground out. Russ Meyer is going to bat for himself. Russ struck out in the third inning. 
Where's number 34? The outfield around the right. Serve in right center. Elston Howard in left. First pitch by Ford is a fastball high and away for ball one. Ford's ready to work. The one ball pitch is a fastball strike. Marty Ford has, I'm sure, been something uh, magnificent to watch here today, whether you be rooting for the Dodgers or the Yankees. Because in giving up the two hits that he has, both singles, he has displayed plenty of cunning. The 1-1 delivery is a curve that Meyer swings and misses, goes down on one knee. One ball, two strikes. The Yankees five, and the Dodgers one, and the Dodgers taking their swings here in the top of the fifth inning. Ford's ready. A curve is swung on and fouled. Out of play. Going upstairs. Russ Meyer asks for a little rosin. You know, there's a member of the Dodgers who does not use rosin on his bat. That's Roy Campanella. He uses pine tar pitch, which he feels does not hurt his hands. There's a foul coming back up on the top of the roof. Well, as we told you before, when uh, Duke Snyder came on in the third inning, scampering after Scowron's fly ball, he stepped in a little hole in the outfield and something popped in his knee. Here's a one-two pitch and a foul again. Snyder uh, has told someone in the Dodger dugout that it's happened uh, before to him, and usually it, uh, the knee responds quickly to treatment. But the uh, perhaps one of the underlying stories of the World Series will be of the leg problems of the outfielders. And if the Dodgers uh, cannot get Mr. Snyder back in shape, at least he cannot play anymore in this game, but if we, uh, well, if we have to play a seventh game, they may need him. Outside, two balls, two strikes. Russ Meyer is batting. And Duke Snyder is replaced because of popping something in his knee, running after a fly ball hit by Bill Scourin. The outfield shades around the right. Whitey Ford's ready. The 2-2 pitch with one out. is swung on a ground ball to the right side. Billy Martin takes it on the big hop. Meyer, prancing down the first baseline, is out by 10 feet. And the play goes second to first, 4-3. And there's two out for the Dodgers in the top half of the fifth inning. And here is Junior Gilliam. Junior started this game playing second base. But then when manager Walt Alston had to send Don Zimmer up to bat for Duke Snyder, when the Dodgers moved back into the field in the last of the fourth, while Gilliam moved out to left field, Amrose, who was in left, moved to center. And Zimmer moved in to play second base. First pitch to Gilliam. Batting right is a curveball inside. Ball one. Whitey Ford looks into Yogi Berra. The outfield playing straight away. Nobody on. The pitch is a let-up curve. It's high. Ball two. So it's two and nothing. Mickey Mantle, who has been hampered by leg problems has his left foot up on the third step of the Yankee dugout. He's looking out, watching the game. Casey Stengel is 
even with a 5-1 to one lead, still very nervous about the whole affair. Here's the pitch, and it's a fastball. It's over but low. Ball three. Three and nothing to Junior Gilliam. And the Dodger fans are awakened again as the count runs to three and nothing. Even though the Dodgers have two out, and this is the top of the fifth. Yankees, five runs, five hits, no errors. Dodgers, one run, two hits, no errors. Pitch is a strike on the outside corner, three and one. After Russ Meyer came on, the Yankees have only been able to pick off two hits. There's a curveball, strike two. And Whitey Ford comes back from the threshold of a base on balls to get the next two on the corners. And he has a full count to Gilliam. Junior now chokes up on that bat two inches. Close stance, outfield straight away. Whitey Ford's ready. Here's the payoff pitch to Gilliam. He swings and there's a line drive in the left field. In there for a base hit. Elston Howard moves to his right, feels the ball, makes the throw to second base. So Gilliam makes the 3-2 pitch count as he slaps a single in the left field. That's the third hit on Whitey Ford. And all three have been singles. But the Dodger hopes are still alive as Pee Wee Reese, the captain, who has one of the three hits off Ford, steps in. Reese let off with a single in the fourth inning. And Pee Wee has kept alive his string of hitting safely in all games of the World Series. First pitch. There's a curve. It drives him away. Ball one. Outfield is straight away. In left field is Elston Howard. Serve in center. And in right field is Bauer. There's a pitch. You grab on left side. Grabbed by McDougal. A nice play. Makes his throw. It's high, but Scarlin reaching up has it. And Gil McDougal reached out like a fisherman going after a big bass. And he just scooped that one up. So no runs for the Dodgers. One hit. They had no errors. And they left one man on. The Dodgers now have left four men on the bases in four and a half innings. And at the end of four and a half, it is New York Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. Well, we move to the last half of the fifth inning. The Brooklyn Dodgers trail by four runs, and they have their work cut out for them if they hope to conclude this series here today. And ready to carry on the last half of the ball game is our running mate, Al Hopper. So, Al, why don't you come on in and tell the folks all about it. All right, Bob, thanks very much, and hi, everybody. Billy Martin is the first batter up here. He's over two today. He struck out once for Carl Spooner, once for Russ Meyer. Russ Meyer, the relief pitcher now, makes the first pitch. It's a curve, low one outside for ball one. So the last half of the fifth inning is on the fire, with the Yankees leading in the ball game five to one. Was that Brooklyn Dodgers for you defensively? Russ Meyer on the mound. Behind the plate is Roy Campanella. Here's the pitch to Martin. A slow curveball, and it's punched foul down the right field line. That'll fade off into the crowd out of play. One ball, one strike to count on Billy Martin. Around the infield for Brooklyn, it is Hodges at first base. Don Zimmer now at second. At shortstop is Pee Wee Reese. The third baseman, Jackie Robinson. Out in left field, Jim Gilliam. Sandy Amorose in center. In right, Carl Perillo. The 1-1 delivery by Meyer. An overhand curveball is high for ball one. Billy Martin has had four runs batted in here in this series. Today, he's sort of drawn the horse collar. Campanella pops him in as a target. Down comes the pitch. Curveball swung and a miss for strike two. Two balls, two strikes. The outfield for Billy Martin is... Shaded slightly around the left. The big hole in the outfield is in right center. 
Bob Neal told you about the injury that got Duke Snyder out of the lineup. An overhand curveball, swung on and looped out over third base, down along the left field line. Jim Gilliam comes on, picks it up on the skip, and Martin holds on at first with a single. So Billy gets his first hit today, looping fly ball get into left field. That'll be the third hit off Russ Meyer. Five runs, six hits now for the Yankees. One run, three hits for Brooklyn. Neither side has errored. Gil McDougal drew a walk in the first inning and uh, came along in the second inning, hit a high pop-up back at third base that floated into foul territory. Reese took it. So McDougal is 0 for 1 officially. Leading off at first is Billy Martin. Meyer checks him, delivers the plate outside. Pitch out, there's no throw to first. One ball and no strikes. Trying to figure that maybe Billy might be moving along. Hodges holds the inside corner against base runner Billy Martin. Robinson playing a shallow third. Meyer checks his runner, delivers the plate. McDougal takes a hitch and he's swinging and decides not to let it go. Pitch is over for a strike and the count is one and one. Nobody out. Last half of fifth inning. Yankees lead it. Five to one. Fired at the top of the stretch. Checks the runner. Delivers a curve that stays outside. Two balls and one strike. As Bob has told you, Meyer came on in relief of Spooner in the first inning. Came on to pitch to Whitey Ford and got him. Curveball swung on by McDougal, hung out in the center field. Sandy Ambrose off a little to his right as Hendrick makes the catch. Fires in very quickly to Zimmer. Martin holds on. So we have the first out of the fifth inning. Yogi Berra, Yankee batsman. got his first run batted in in the 55 series when he singled back through the middle and drove Rizzuto in from second base first inning it was walked in the third so Yogi has one for one Billy Martin still the base runner at first one out last of the fifth inning Byretti checks his runner delivers the plate the left hand hitter swings on it and rips it right up the middle for a base hit Sandy Amherst comes charging in Billy Martin stumbles going around second base and the ball gets away from Sandy Ambrose so Martin is able to get back up and get back to second Yogi Berra a single into center field Woody Martin at second base and up steps Hank Mower he's had two for two today and has batted in a run and the batter coming up is Barr they haven't stopped him today Meyer's got his work very definitely cut out for him here in the fifth inning. Russ checks everybody, then throws a curveball that stays outside. Akbar hitting right-handed has a count of ball one. Yogi Berra at first, second Billy Martin. Billy was going to try to make it to third, all right. He slipped and fell. Amorose had not bobbled the ball. He may have been able to get 
Martin before he got back to second. Sandy couldn't come up with it cleanly. So the runners at first and second. One out, last of the fifth. Fire delivers, Bauer takes. That one costs him. It's Denise for strike. There's the attempt to pick off play back to Zimmer, but it's not in time. Clark is scooting in ahead of it. Zim moving away now to take his station a little close to second base, trying to hold Billy Martin close. With the right-hand hitter up there, Reese is uh, playing in the hole between second and third and playing rather deep. Pitch to pitch, clear balls. Oh, Ryan down the left field side, and it's foul. Akbar leaned into one, pulled it too much. His count is a ball and two strikes. Last half of inning number five in the New York Yankees. Trying to get back on an even footing with the Dodgers here in the 55 series. Went out promptly and touched up Carl Spooner. The three great big hits, five runs. So far, that's held up. The Yankees not scoring since the first inning. The Dodgers came back and picked up a run in the fourth inning. When they picked up their first base hit off Whitey Ford, Reese getting it. Elmire's ready. Delivers one and two. Barr swings on a soft curveball and fouls it right back to the netting. Scott holds at one ball and two strikes. The big hole in the outfield for Bars in right center. He has some uh, room down the right field line. As Perillo has moved over a little in uh, right field. The left side of the infield playing deep for this guy who snucks a lot down the left side. Bauer with an overly close stance keeps his feet pretty much together. Billy Martin, a runner at second. Yogi Berra is on at first base, one out here in the last half of the fifth inning. Bauer, who has one run batted in the series, has his opportunity now of getting another one for the Yankees, if he can connect. Time is called for the moment as he backs away from the plate. Bauer gets ready to work to him now, checks Billy Martin. Down comes the pitch, and Bauer swings on it, hits a bounding ball down to Robinson. He's up with it, goes to Zimmer for one out, and there's no throw on first base. Yogi Berra coming in, had Zim pretty much tied up. So on the fourth side, Billy Martin comes over to third. Bauer becomes the base runner at first. There are two down, Berra having been forced. Robinson to Zimmer. The batter will be Big Moose Scarin, who has... Apparently so much strength that he was able to hit an outside pitch and dump it into the right field. Stands for a home run back in the first inning. His first World Series home run. He's driven in three of the Yankees' five runs today. Glad it's not going to be Muscarin. There's going to be a change now. Joe Collins going to come out to bat for Muscarin. He'll probably stay right in to play at first base. Here's the announcement for him. Collins, left-hand hitter moving on. Batting for Bill Scarrett, who hit a three-run home run in the first inning and then fly to center in the third. So this will be Collins' first at-bat here in this ballgame. Runners at first and third, two down, last of the fifth. Meyer delivers, Collins takes, it's over but low, and that's ball one. Billy Martin gallops around down there at third base. Frankie Crosetti shouting words of instruction to him from the coach's box at third. 
first base runner is Hank Bauer. Meyer trying to hold the line. Goes to his position and delivers. Over again, but this one is low. Once more, that's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. That wind is kicked up and blowing pretty briskly now from left field, sort of catty-cornered across the diamond, blowing out behind first base. Of course, that'll help a ball hit into the right field section. Hodges holding first base against Bauer. Robinson playing well off third base and up tight on the rim of the infield grass, giving Martin a lot of third base room. The pitch to Collins, outside by Shea for ball three. There's activity down in the Brooklyn bullpen, but that's in the runway shoot off the left field side. Back under the stands, and we're not able to see just exactly who it is. But we do know that big Don Newcomb is not sitting on that bench out there now, so we assume that he's working out. Overhand fastball drilled through there for strike. Out on Collins, bench hitting for Bill Skarin. Is three balls and one strike. There are two out in the last half of the fifth inning. Runners, Bauer at first. Martin at third for the Yankees. They're leading in the game 5-1. to one. Meyer, who has held the Yankees since having relieved, is in his first real spot of trouble. Now the 3-1 delivery to Joe Collins. Down it comes as the runner breaks from first. The pitch is high for ball four, and the bases are loaded. That means a big Bob serve will be coming up there. Second base on ball is given up by Meyer, and the fourth the Yankees have picked up here this afternoon for Brooklyn pitching. The base is loaded. Collins batting for Scarin is on at first with the walk. Bauer has moved off to second, and remaining at third is Billy Martin. Bob serve got a single wide off first base when no one covered after Gil Hodges had made the stop of his bounding ball. Then he hit into a double play in the third, so serve has one for two. Takes a pitch, sets low for ball one. having a little bit of wildness here in the last half of the fifth inning. Wire ready as Martin Bluffs coming in. The pitch is made. The curveball is just outside for ball two. Roy Campanella steps out in front of the plate, says something to Russ Meyer, and then Jackie Robinson calls for time and comes walking over from third. He'll have a chat with uh, Meyer also. Walter Alston up on the top step. The Brooklyn dugout down the third baseline, getting a good look at the procedure. Two down, last of the fifth. The base is loaded for the Yankees and Bob serve with a count of ball two, no strikes. Martin Bluff's coming in again as Meyer delivers a curveball. Swing on a miss for strikes. Boy, serve really wound up on that one. No question as to what Bob's trying to do. That big fella, he's got plenty of muscles. Up there swinging that bat like a toothpick. Fire, slender right-hander, checks his runner Billy Martin at third, then looks around at all stations, sees Collins at first, Bar at second. Delivers 2-1 to the plate, serves, swings, and hits a high pop-up in foul territory to the right of the plate. That'll go to the crowd. Down on serve is two balls and two strikes. 
So Russ Myers out there blowing his neck, trying to get out of a lot of trouble, and he's in it right now. Wading around in hot water right up to his hips. Reese from short comes in to offer him words of encouragement. Pee-wee now goes back to his fielding depth at shortstop. Got a 2-2 count on serve. The base is loaded, two down. 5-1 to one the score in favor of the Yankees. Fire delivers, curveball, and serve, swings on it, and pops it up. It's out into short left center field. Getting under it is shortstop Reese. Whacks the mitt, takes the ball, and the inning is over. So despite the fact that the bases were loaded, Meyer gets out of it. No runs. There were two Yankee hits in the inning. There were no errors. Three men were left on, and the Yankees now have stranded five men and going to bat five times. The score at the end of five full innings of play remains the Yankees five, and Brooklyn has won. Well, five innings have gone into the books here in the sixth game of the World Series. The Yankees are leading it 5-1. They have five runs on seven hits. Brooklyn, one run on three hits. Don Zimmer, who came up to bat for Duke Snyder in the fourth inning and struck out, comes up for his second appearance in this one. Zimmer to be followed by Campanella and then by Perillo. Well, this guy forward out on the mound right now has been as tough as a dog in a quarter steak dinner. He's just about as rough as anybody you ever saw. Delivers a curveball, and it's over but low for ball one. Zimmer, Campanella, and Perillo, the hopes of the Dodgers in the sixth inning. Ford pumps and delivers fastball, and that one's high. Two balls, no strikes. Zimmer standing forward to the plate now. Holds that bat way down to the knob. The little fellow swings a pretty heavy piece of lumber. Ford delivers him 2-0. Lays it through there and it's taken for a strike. 2-1. Shutters have fallen across just about half of the diamond. First base, home plate, pitcher's mound, right field all in the shadows. The rest of the diamond bathed in sunlight. Curveball breaks off outside. Zimmers, three balls, one strike. Ford has given up only three base hits today. Two singles left and a scratcher. Back to second base. Pitch to Zimmers high for ball four. So Zim gets on here in the sixth inning and brings up Campanella. And Hope Springs eternal. For the flat push faithful. Campanella flied to center in the second inning, drew a walk in the fourth, so he's 0 for 1 in this one today. Whitey Ford standing out in the mound. He's been the master of the situation here this afternoon. Zimmer, pretty good base runner, leads off at first. Collins holds him. Pitch to Campanella is laid in there nicely for a strike. Sort of a medium speed curveball. left foot up on the rubber. Looks over at Zimmer, who takes about a two-step lead at first. Delivery to the plate, soft curveball. Punch foul back to the screen right under our Gillette microphone. No balls, two strikes on Roy Campanella. The 
Yankees should uh, go ahead and win this ball game here today. I guarantee you tomorrow's will be a blister. Both teams will be out there lean, long, and hungry, won't they? Hmm. The 0-2 pitch. Fastball. Shaded off outside. The count on Cappy is a ball and two strikes. Zimmer, having been walked here in the inning. On at first base. One of the three bases on balls given up by Ford. The one-two delivery to Campanella. Fastball. Over on the outside corner for call strike three. And Cappy just shook his head. Strikeout number five for Whitey Ford. Carl Perillo coming up now in the second inning was hit by a pitch and moved down to second on the walk, but there he died. In the fourth inning, his single in the left field got Reese in from second base. And he has the only run batted in for Brooklyn this afternoon. Carl Perillo, one for one. Whitey delivers to him. Perillo starts to wave at one and checks himself up in time and takes it low and outside for ball one. as tough as you would expect a pitcher to be in a spot like this. Checks his runner, Zimmer. Then delivers a play to Zimmer, breaks the pitch, swung on, there's a bounding ball hit down to Rizzuto. He can't go to second, he must go to first. He gets Perillo, and Zimmer moves into second. Oh, Perillo is out from Rizzuto to Collins. in better scoring position at second. Now it's Gil Hodges who walked in the second and forced out Perillo in the fourth comes up. Hodges 0 for 1. Ford leans forward, gets his sign from Yogi Berra. Goes to the top of the stretch and makes his delivery and Hodges takes one whistle through there to knees for a strike. Yankee infield of Collins at first base. Collins batted for Scourin. And as we passed the information along, stayed in to play at first. For the Yankees. Martin at second. Rizzuto at short. McDougal at third. Pitch to Hodges hangs outside for ball one. Elston Howard is in left. Bob Serve is in center. And Hank Bauer is in right. Ford turns his back on Hodges now as he monkeys around with the ball. Count of one and one with the Brooklyn first baseman. Don Zimmer slides down off second with two away. Ford delivers, soft curveball. It's rammed down to third. McDougal comes up with it cleanly, throws to first base in plenty of time, and up retires the side. So the Dodgers, whose powers broke out at Ebbets Field, hasn't been able to do much here today. In a sixth inning for them, no runs. There were no base hits. A walk left a man on. There were no errors. So the score at the end of five and one half innings of play remains. The Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers have one. Elston Howard coming up now for the Yankees. Batting before 64,002 paid here this afternoon. Howard hitting number eight in the order has struck out twice. Meyer comes in with a curveball. It's popped right back here below our microphones. Strike one. As soon as we find out what happens with Howard, we'll have time for identification. Get right near that time now. 
Howard forward and then to the top of the order for Rizzuto. Meyer works away and his pitch is outside. One ball and one strike. Howard has that overly close stance, sort of spread eagle in the box, running from one corner to the to the other. Curveball from Meyer is outside. Two balls, one strike on left fielder Elston Howard. Right-hand batter levels that bat off now, pumps it a couple of times. Meyer hiding the ball behind his back, takes his sign from Roy Campanella. And starts his pumping motion, kicks and throws. Curveball, hit off the end of the bat, foul, over to the Yankee dugout off the first baseline. Two balls, two strikes. Right after this minute, the paid attendance both here at the Yankee Stadium and at Ebbets Field for the three games that played there, 299,845. like to have the hot dog concession for all that. 2-2 delivery to Howard. Call strike three. So before Ford comes warning up there now. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual. The radio network for all America. Whitey Ford's a batsman. He's been up twice. He's flied the left, and he's been thrown out by Jackie Robinson from third. Over two. Hits left-handed. Meyer tries a medium-speed pitch and lays it in there, and the strike is taken. gets ready, twists and comes back with another curveball. This one's inside off the chest. One ball and one strike. One out, nobody on, last of the six. The Yankees lead it, five to one. Myers turned himself in a fine relief job. Brush throws what looks like a screwball and it's swung on a missed first strike. One ball, two strikes on Whitey Ford. Side of the infield deep. The outfield not playing very deep. Playing rather shallow. One-two delivery. Ford swings. Dubs it off the end of the bat down the third baseline. Over Ford is the pitcher. Meyer picks up. Throws hurriedly to first. Just in time to have him by a stride. Well, that's all for Ford. He was hurrying down that line. Two down in the sixth inning. The batter now is Phil Rizzuto. Phil walked in the first and stole second. Came up in the second inning, popped up to third baseman Jackie Robinson, back for the mound. Then in the fourth inning, rolled out to his opposing shortstop, Pee Wee Reeks. So he's over two. Scooter hitting right-handed, standing in. Slightly open stance down the third baseline. Meyer whips a curve in there to him, and it's tight right up against the chest for ball one. Meyer really lost no time in throwing that ball to first base. I think that's about the hardest I've ever seen him throw it. Now the 1-0 delivery to Rizzuto. Curveball, and Phil leans back and takes it high under the chin. Two balls, no strikes.
stand out there chewing gum mile a minute. Herrera's back, throws a curve in there. It's good for strike one. Two balls, one strike on Rizzuto. Two down. Nobody on last half of the sixth inning. Yankees out in front. Five to one. working with Rizzuto on the 2-1 count. Phil swings and hits a line shot. Foul over third down the left field line. Two balls, two strikes. in the 2-2 delivery and Rizzuto swings on it hits that bounding ball to Reese is over to his right nice backhand set world throw to first in time there's the third out so for the Yankees in the sixth they go quietly with nothing across score at the end of six innings of play the Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers have one top of the seventh inning. Whitey Port back to the mound. And let's see if he's going to be able to continue to spin this web. Last third of the Brooklyn batting order. Jackie Robinson will be the first man up. He's cracked into a double play and forced the man. He's over two. And fans are buzzing now. Whitey Ford pumps and makes the first pitch and Robinson takes it outside and low for ball one. So all those signs of time going through that Little wee neck of the hourglass here as far as the Dodgers are concerned. Five to one score in favor of the New York Yankees. Whitey Ford, who has been a fine pitcher today, delivers one and all, and Robinson takes under the knees for ball two. Right back. Robbie watches a curve slide in there for a strike. Two balls, one strike on Jackie Robbins. He'll be followed by Sandy Amorose. Whitey Ford twisting that ball around the palms of his hands. Waits for Yogi Berra to give him the sign. Ford's ready. Comes in with an overhand curveball, and Robinson punches a foul. Others going to the stands off the first baseline. Robinson's count, two balls, two strikes. Regardless of which way the cat jumps, in this World Series, one thing about it, the nearly 300,000 folks who have paid their way into the turnstiles have seen action. They've seen a lot of uh, thrilling baseball. 2-2 delivery, an overhand fastball, and Robinson pops it out into center field. Serve coming on for it in a big gallop, is under it now, waits for it and takes it. One out, top half of the seventh inning. The batter now will be Sandy Amorose. Sandy's tapped to the mound and has rolled to first base, narrowly missing a home run in the fifth inning. When, as Bob told you, his long drive slid off the foul pole a couple of feet and went up into the second tier. Amaro 
Carlos hitting left-handed. Ford comes down with a big curveball and drops it in there for a strike. That went back to Amaros right away from the plate. Nothing and one on Sandy Amaros. One down, bases empty in the seventh. Swings on the next pitch and pops it off the handle foul back to the screen. Up quickly, the count on Amaros is 0-2. Meyer in this inning will not bat for himself. Frank Kellett has a wood two up there, and looks so it will be he going up. Face Whitey Ford. Amaros watches the next pitch come in there. Medium speed curveball, and it's outside for ball one. Towards the next pitch, swung on, blooped out in the center field. That's going to be in for a base hit, and Amaros is on. Sort of a little Texas League affair. At number four of Ford, Frank Keller is coming up to bat. hitting Frank Kellert on the regular season bat at 325. He was the utility first baseman for Brooklyn this year. And with one out and one on, Frank's been called upon as a pinch hitter. Mighty Ford spins the first one in there and gets the strike good with the knees, and that's the first one. Kellert leaned, did not. Joe Collins... Standing behind Amaros at first base, not holding him too tightly on. Now he goes back to his fielding depth. There's a soft curve to the plate, and Keller leans and again doesn't offer. Pitches inside, and the count is one ball, one strike. Ford taking plenty of time. Just Wood will be coming on to pitch for the Dodgers in the last half of the seventh inning. We'll have to wait and see. Overhand curve, and Kellett swings on it and pops this one out. Back of second base, Martin gets under it, and he's got it easily, and Amaros retreats to first. Two down in the top of the seventh inning. The batter now will be Jim Gilliam. Junior flied the left in the first inning as the leadoff man, and wound up the third inning, being thrown out by McDougal on a smash third. Come along, came along in the fifth inning and rifled a single in the left field. Gilliam, who has been batting right-handed all day long against left-hander Whitey Ford, stands in. Ford comes in with the first pitch, and Gilliam backs off to take it inside off the hands. One ball and no strikes. Sets, checks Amaros. Comes to the plate to Gilliam with a curveball. It's all into the dirt. He gets away from Yogi Berra. There goes Gilliam. Already goes Amaros down to second. There is the throw going to third as Amaros goes all the way around the third. Righty forward being charged with the wild pitch that moves Amaros all the way around to third base. wild pitch we've had this afternoon. Down on Jim Gilliam is two balls, no strikes. 
score five to one Yankees, and with two down here in the top of the seventh inning, the Dodgers have a runner at third. Board is ready now to pitch once more to Jim Gilliam. Jim chokes up a little on the handle of the bat as a right-hand hitter. Outside of the infield playing deep, with the exception of McDougal, he's just behind third trying to hold Amaro's close. About two steps off the line. Ford ready. Comes down to a nothing with a fastball that's low. Three balls, no strikes. If you recall in the first game of this series, Ford ran out of gas. Grim had to help him in the night. There's a pitch outside for ball four. Fourth place on balls given up by Ford. The Dodgers now have two men on. Gilliam on the first base. Amaros on the third. Second is open. Two down. The batter is Pee Wee Reese. Reese was called out on strikes in the first inning. Singled back of second in the fourth. And retired to side in the fifth with a bounding ball hit to Gil McDougal. So the captain has a chance to strike a blow on behalf of his ball club. 24 takes his sign from Yogi Berra. Five to one, the Yankees. Runners poised, ready to go as Ford delivers. Reese slaps the pitch. Down back at first base. Collins up with a nice lead. Throws back to Zuto at second base for the force out to retire the side. That was a nice play. So that's it for the Dodgers in the seventh inning. No runs. There was one base hit. There were no errors. There was a wild pitch. There were two men left on. So the score at the end of six and one-half innings of play remains the Yankees five, the Brooklyn Dodgers one. For the last half of inning number seven, the new Dodger pitcher will be Eddie Roebuck, who was so effective in the beginning of the year as a Dodger reliever. Coming on, making his first World Series appearance. He's a right-hander, Eddie Roebuck. He's been brilliant in uh, quite a few games for Brooklyn during the course of the regular season. The sidearm pitcher throws a sinker ball to pretty good advantage. And he'll be working here in the last half of the seventh inning to Billy Martin, Joe McDougal, and Yogi Berra. So let's see how Roebuck fares. The folks out around Crestline, Ohio, where Eddie resides, will be glad to know that a local boy has been called upon here by his MGR to get out and do a little throw into the World Series. Eddie, by the way, originally came from East Millsboro, Pennsylvania. Pretty solid to put together right-handed. Billy Martin standing in. He's had one base hit. Sidearm curveball is high under the chin. Martin, ball one. And going five and two-third innings here this afternoon in relief, Russ Meyer pitched a fine ball game. He gave up three hits, passed two, struck out four. Gave up no runs. Sidearm sinker is good at the knees for striking. The count is one and one now on Martin. Billy singled in the fifth inning. Wound up at third base when the Yankees had the bases loaded. Meyer got out of it. 
Overhand curve, swung on, hit down to third. Robinson has the ball, bounce off his chest, picks up, throws to first, and it's wide at first base. Martin is on. Jackie Robinson charged with an error. Martin becomes a base runner. Batter is Gil McDougall hitting right-handed. Five to one to score. The Yankees are trying to add to their collection here in the last half of the seventh inning. Martin leads away at first. McDougall up there. He's over two. Fouled out to Reese behind third base in the second inning. Fly to center. Roebuck sidearm delivery and a bunt is pushed down the first baseline. It's foul. So. Casey Stengel is out to get that other run if he can. Strike one to Connell McDougal. Last half of the seventh inning. One man on, nobody out. Five to one, favor the Yankees. They have five runs on seven hits. Brooklyn, one run, four hits. Eddie Roebuck. Third pitcher to be used here this afternoon by Brooklyn. Checks his runner at first. Comes down with an overhand curveball. It's butted and popped down the first baseline. And Eddie Roebuck himself comes over and makes the catch. And Martin hustles back to first. So McDougal is out. Flopping to Eddie Roebuck. Yogi Berra has hit a single up the middle twice. He's walked once. And here in this game, got his first series run batted in. That is his first 55 series run batted in. Drove that in back in the first inning. Got Rizzuto in from second base for the first Yankee run. Yogi hitting left-handed. Robach delivers him and the pitch is outside for ball one. Billy Martin with one out, galloping around down there at first base. Hodges holds the inside corner on him. Field deep, fan to right. Zimmer trying to plug up the hole on the infield between first and second. Robuck ready, checks his runner, gives him with a sidearm curveball. It stays up about shoulder high and hangs outside. Two balls, no strikes. These Yankees have played the turnabout here this afternoon. They were the right ones that poured the pine in the first inning. They've been battling to make it hold up ever since. Roebuck checks his runner. Delivers to Barra. Sidearm curveball. It's it down to the right side. Up with it is Hodges. Goes back to Reese for one. And the throwback is not in time to Hodges. And Yogi is off. Three, six, four side at second base on Billy Martin. Scooting down. Barra the runner at first. And Hank Bauer was stopped in the fifth inning. Finally, when he forced Barra at second, after having hit two singles, both to left field. Pat Bauer, stepping up, hits him right-handed. Roebuck checks his runner, Barra, at first. Delivers the plate, and Bauer takes a great big curveball nicely in there to knees for a strike. That was thrown away at third base. 
one pitch now to Bauer. Big curveball, and Bauer after it looks a high pop-up back into right center field. Ambrose still coming on. The center can't get it. The ball drops untouched, and Yogi Berra streaks around the third. Texas leaguer popped into right center. Obar has three for four. Two down. The Yankees have runners at first and third, and the batter is Joe Collins. Collins, who came up to bat in the fifth inning and drew a walk and stayed in to play at first base in the top of the sixth inning. Roebuck plays it in there, and the pitch is swung on. Hit down to the right side. Zimmer is up with it, makes his play over to first base in time, and that retires the side. So Roebuck, despite the error, gets out of it. No runs, there was one base hit, there was one error, and two men were left on. The Yankees now have stranded seven, going to bat seven times. Score at the end of seven full innings of play. The Yankees five, the Brooklyn Dodgers have one. Well, we're going to have to wait but a minute or two to see what happens here in the top half of the eighth inning. Don Zimmer will be the first batter. He'll be followed by Campanella and then by Perillo. Going into the eighth inning, and the totals at the end of seven. The Yankees five runs on eight base hits. They have no errors. Brooklyn one run, four hits. They've committed one error. Ready to go now with Don Zimmer. Only struck out and walked. Delivers to Zim and the curve is in for a strike. Zimmer 0 for 1. He came out on the bat for Duke Snyder in the fourth when Duke popped the knee and couldn't answer the call. Amoros was put in center. Zimmer hit for Snyder and went into second base. Swings on the next pitch and doesn't get it. That's strike two. The ball's two strikes. Top of the eighth inning. The first man up for Brooklyn. Ford pumps. Comes down with the 0-2 delivery, and Zimmer takes it. Oh, strike three on the outside corner. Strikeout number six for Ford. Roy Campanella becomes the batter now for Brooklyn. Hitting number four in the order. He led off the second inning with a fly ball to center. He walked in the fourth and was called out on strikes in the sixth. So he's over two. Fastball swung on by Campy. Hit down to shortstop. Rizzuto comes up with it, makes his play. And that's all for Campanella. Two up, two down. Top of the eighth inning. And the batter is Carl Farillo. He's had one hit and two tries. He was a base runner in the second when Whitey Ford hit him in the middle of the back. And the fourth... Perillo singled the left hand in the sixth inning. He was the second out as he rolled to Rizzuto. So Ford comes up with his seventh strikeout. And he's been operating against right-hand hitters. Nothing across for Brooklyn here in the eighth inning. The score at the end of seven and a half remains the Yankees five and the Brooklyn Dodgers have one. Bob Serve is coming up here. In the last half of the eighth inning. 
Now, as soon as we find out what happens with serve, we'll have time for station identification. Bob serve standing in, facing Eddie Roebuck, pitching his second inning in relief. Pitch is made, swung on, hit right back to the mound on the line. Roebuck has it for the out. Well, that was a hot smash. Before Howard steps in, now let's pause for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Elston Howard, right-hand hitter. Eddie Roebuck steps toward third, throws the crossfire, and picks up the corner for a strike. Howard has struck out three times. And called out twice, once went down swinging. Roebuck's sidearm pitches another curveball, and this one's low. One ball, one strike. The Yankees, hoping that this is the last time they'll have to bat today, have one out, nobody on. Last of the eighth, they're leading five to one. Roebuck gets set. Delivers a sidearm sinker ball. It's swung on. Lifted out into right center field. Coming over for it. Right fielder Ferrillo, and he's got it. So they have the second out here in the eighth inning. Whitey Ford comes strolling up there and gets a round of applause, and he richly deserves it this afternoon. This young man has pitched himself a fine ball game today. Left-hand hitter standing in. Roebuck delivers to him, and Whitey after it. Hits it wide at first base. The bounding ball is taken by Hodges. He walks over, steps on first, and that's all for four. That retires the Yankees here in the eighth inning. For the Yankees in the eighth, nothing across. The score at the end of eight full innings of play. The Yankees five. The Brooklyn Dodgers have just one. As we start the ninth inning, Casey Stengel is making a defensive change. He brings Elston Howard out of left field and puts in Irv Noren. So the Yankee outfield will be Irv Noren in uh, left field, Bob Serve in center, and Hank Bauer in right. Collins at first base, Martin at second, Rizzuto at short, and Gil McDougald at third. Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra, the battery. And for the Brooklyn Dodgers, the first man up will be Gil Hodges, who has gone over for 2 today. He's been a tremendous guy around first base in the National League, and particularly for the National League champions. Gill hitting right-handed. Robinson to follow, and then comes Sandy Amarose. Three more outs remain to the Brooklyn Dodgers to do something about a four-run deficit. The Yankees have five runs on eight hits. They've committed no errors. Brooklyn one run, four hits, and they have committed one error. Whitey Ford going to try to do what he couldn't do in the first game of the series. Pitch the ninth inning. Bob Grimm had to be called upon to help him. But Whitey's ready now. Delivers. Gil Hodges takes. Inside off the knees for ball one. Ford tries to let up curveball and gets it in at the knees for strike. Ball one strike to count on Hodges, leading off the top of the ninth inning for Brooklyn. Pitch is made, swung on. There's a bounding ball hit up shortstop way. Rizzuto grabs it, quickly throws to first. Hodges is out by a stride. Boy, that Rizzuto has hustled at shortstop today. One out, top of the ninth inning. 
The batter is Robinson. He's cracked into a double play, forced the man, and flied the center. So he's 0 for 3. set now and works to Robinson. Fastball hit down to McDougal. He scoops this one very nicely. Close to first and Robinson is out. That McDougal has come up with four smashes this afternoon. It'll have been beauties. Sandy Amarose. Two outs. Stop of the ninth inning. So the Dodgers are down to their last out. Oh, tomorrow's ball game. Mm. That is going to be a humdinger. Don't miss it. Whitey Ford delivers to Amorose. It's outside on the corner for a strike. Said, you want to know how a recognized expert sizes up today's game? Well, and you won't want to miss the colorful summary by our buddy Bill Corm, nationally known sports authority. The ball is right after the last out. The pitch, a ball. One ball, one strike. Forward, trying to close it out. Comes down with a big curveball. Swung on and missed for strike two. He really pulled a string on that one. The one and two delivery. Ford rears back. Cuts the sidearm loose. Swung on and missed for strike three. And the ball game is over. That's it. 44 gets his eighth strikeout, hangs up his second World Series win, and the Yankees are back on an even footing with the Brooklyn Dodgers at three games apiece. The New York Yankees, five runs, eight hits, no errors. Brooklyn, one run, four hits, and one error. 